Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Welcome back. Balloon Party driven by Munganist, Burkhard, Alton Toyota, 101 ESPN, and on YouTube. Your questions, comments for the Colonel, Gabriel Petey Armand, Power Mizzou. 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service, text line. And then, of course, you can uh, interact in the YouTube chat. The uh, YouTube is uh, sponsored by Air Alliance Team. The studio cameras in here, which I feel like capture Jackson's essence in my classic good looks. Yeah, you are classically handsome. I agree with that. I've uh, been compared to Sam Hartman recently. Yeah, see it. I could see it. Gabe, do you see that? Uh, hair seems pretty similar, yeah. Thank you. I agree with you on that. Yeah. 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 I wonder if he's wearing something. <laughs> I hope that doesn't come off the wrong way. Colonel, how are you doing? I mean, it's bye week. You probably thought you weren't going to have to do this, let's be honest. <laughs> and yet here I am. Yeah, I think, honestly, I've been busier this week than I am when Missouri plays games, which is uh, a little odd, and let's be honest, it's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I saw um, uh, an interview that uh, Clint Cosgrove, who is a Rivals writer, uh, did on a podcast uh, regarding the Ryan Wingo thing, and and he was talking about the longtime relationship. I guess he met him when Wingo was in fifth grade. How about that? And has been following since eighth grade, and how he developed quite a rapport with him, and uh, he said something I'm paraphrasing here. But he didn't strike him as the kind of guy who would flip for a bag on announcement day, I think was the paraphrasing uh, correctly. So he was caught off guard by the developments about 48 hours ago with regards to Ryan Wingo announcing uh, that he was going to Texas. Uh, what can you give this audience uh, that maybe they uh, have not heard since there was so much attention on it on Wednesday? Anything uh, that you would consider new information over the last, oh, let's say, 24, 36 hours since the announcement? Uh, I mean, I guess that kind of depends on if people listened to me with you yesterday or Red Power Mizzou or or listen to Clint's interview. I, I don't think there's anything new. It was a surprise to a lot of people, including people in Texas, when it seemed to switch in the last 24 hours. At this point, it, to me, it's a matter of whether it's over on Missouri's end. Um, you know, Mr. Wingo certainly seemed to uh, open the door and invite Eli Drinkwitz and anyone else, really, who wanted to recruit his son uh, right on in wow. uh, to the commitment ceremony to Texas, which was you know, strange to me, but um, it's what happened. I'm not sure what Missouri's pursuit level will be. I don't see them suddenly saying, oh, well, if it's going to take more money, we're in. Um, You know, I I think there's – the thing about NIL is you don't just – it's a two-way street. I I mean, whatever it takes to get a kid, you still have to decide if it's worth that to you. And there have been a number of players over the last three years since this started that – you know, the, the the price tag was, was just too high for the talent level. Uh, it's especially happened in basketball. You know, Dennis Gates has just decided, yeah, I, I don't think that, that's money well spent and something we're going to chase. So that's kind of what Missouri has to decide, really. Um, my take is if Ryan and his family were to reach back out, I would imagine Missouri would at least, you know, take the call and listen. Um, but I, I'm not sure there's going to be – 
heavy pursuit like there was for the last few months. Gabe DeArmond with us every Friday here on 101 ESPN and YouTube. And uh, he is brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, who is my insurance agent online at carltoninsurance.net. Jackson and I have been using this phrase throughout the course of the season as we both wagered on uh, the Missouri win total over six and a half, and we've already been handsomely rewarded for our wager. And that is, uh, I think we'll reconcile it by winning, which came from Kim English. What was the context of that uh, that soundbite? It was uh, it was the night Mike Anderson took the Arkansas job, and it was the last question of the press conference I had asked him and Marcus Denman and Lawrence Bowers. I said, how do you reconcile that? Your coach spent the last month telling us he wanted to retire here and he wouldn't go anywhere, and now he's Arkansas's head coach. And uh, Marcus gave uh, a longer answer, and Kimmy said those three words and kind of slapped the table and caught up and left the room. Oh, that's outstanding. Man, I'm becoming an even bigger fan. It was was absolutely one of the best quotes I've I've gotten in 21 years of doing this. How about that? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I I was watching the clip of it. And then I'm like, I wonder what what the backstory was on it. And sure enough, uh, it was it was your question. Well, certainly uh, Missouri fans would uh, move past Ryan Wingo even quicker if uh, there is magic in Athens a week from tomorrow. We will get a bit of a preview because uh, Florida will start what can be a bit of a gauntlet for the defending the two time defending national champions tomorrow in Jacksonville. It goes. Florida neutral site, Missouri home, Ole Miss home, and then they wrap it up in Knoxville against the Volunteers before their annual rivalry game with Georgia Tech. Um, How are you handicapping tomorrow's game, Colonel? It's about a two-touchdown spread. Uh, The latest line I saw was Florida getting 14.5. What do you think we will see from uh, the Gators and Bulldogs and uh, no Brock Bowers for Georgia? Yeah, I think, I mean, clearly Georgia's a better team. Um, I'm not sure what to make of Florida. You know, they they kind of blitzed Tennessee, um, had to come back to beat South Carolina. Their defense, I'm not sure how good it is. Uh, You know, I I heard on another podcast earlier this week that they're basically bottom 10 in the country in giving up explosive plays in the running game and giving up explosive plays in the passing game. Um, You know, I don't. They may not give up very many explosive plays in the punting game. At least they've got that going for them. But uh, I think Georgia's a lot better, but this is a series where really weird things tend to happen. I don't think Florida wins the game, but I do think Florida makes it interesting. I was wondering if, if it's better for Missouri if Kentucky beats Tennessee tomorrow or if Tennessee were to beat Kentucky. And then from a Missouri standpoint, should they beat Georgia, that that game looks bigger to national eyes if Tennessee is a top fifteen-ish team. No. What do you what do you think, think on that? I think it's better if Kentucky beats Tennessee. That gives Tennessee two league losses. Missouri's already got the tiebreaker over Kentucky. Everything that you assess in these last five weeks is what makes it more likely for us to win the division. And Kentucky beating Tennessee makes that more likely. Um, Kentucky's still got, I, I don't know exactly what Kentucky's schedule is. They got to play Roll Todd. Like, they got Roll Todd coming in yeah, Lexington. Okay. I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they've still got a pretty tough game left. So, you know, Missouri's got the tiebreaker on them. Um, the goal should be to play in Atlanta. And I think Kentucky winning that game makes that more likely. I, I just have a hard time 
if Missouri were to, I, I mean, the only way they get in the playoff is to run the table, right? right? And of course, I, I have a hard time seeing a situation where they have gone in the last five weeks of the season, beat Georgia, beat Kentucky, beat Tennessee, beat Arkansas, beat the West champ. And people go, yeah, but Tennessee wasn't really ranked that high. And, you know, I, I just, I think if they do that, they will have a very good chance of getting in. And so that's the goal. And, and again, for Missouri, it's, hey, just win your games and you're in. Like, you control it. Uh, that obviously changes if you don't win next weekend. Uh, we gave our upset picks last week. Uh, you uh, you kept your eye on the Volunteers, who were leading at the half. Yeah, it looked good for 30 minutes, didn't that, it? That's right, and then things didn't quite work out in the second half. Josh Heupel didn't uh, decide to make a comment on the officiating when asked. And then I was on War Eagle against Ole Miss and uh, did not get that one. They lost by seven, which means they didn't cover by a half point. Uh, is there a game this week, whether it be SEC or otherwise, where you have a team on upset alert. I've got one for you, so I'm anxious to see if you got one. Okay, I've got one. Nice. Um, and, and I want to start by saying I don't think it's – like I don't think this team wins the game, but I think it's possible, and I think it, it, it might be a pretty good game. Rock Chalk. The Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, he's going Rock Chalk, Jackson. Jackson's mad as a hornet right now. Yeah. Um, I, look, I don't <laughs> think Kansas is going to beat them, but they're at home – this this is a I mean obviously would be huge for KU. I think they're a good team. Like they can put up points even with the backup quarterback. Um, I, I I'm interested. I'm, I'm watching. Is that all right, Jackson? Fine by me. I just I don't I don't know. Oklahoma's pretty good. Oklahoma was two yards away from overtime against UCF last week, and UCF's not good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, Gabe. No, you're you're never go. been wrong in my book, Gabe. Nice. I, I rarely am. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Gabe, I'm going with the Wisconsin Badgers against Ohio State Saturday night in Madison, Wisconsin. How do you do? You going 4-3 Badgers on two safeties? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It'll be a field goal and then two safeties. It'll be a Jim Dandy of a 4-3 in uh, in Madison. Yeah, the, the Big Ten West, quite an operation. Uh, it's difficult indeed. to imagine an, an entire division that can't play offense. <laughs> like, Iowa's not even the worst offensive team in the division. <laughs> it is phenomenal. I mean, what a weird deal. I guess they don't want to, they want to make sure that Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State play each other every year, so they, they keep them on yeah. that side, but then they got this whole other thing. Yeah, West Wisconsin's good. I mean, how, how depressing would it be to be a fan of any team in that division? Because, like, at least if you're a fan of a bad team in most divisions or a boring team in most divisions, at least you go, hey, well, this team's coming in and they're fun to watch. Every game in that division is awful to watch. Like, <laughs> I, I can't imagine investing three and a half hours of my life in 13-9 every single <laughs> Yeah, the old uh, Minnesota-Iowa game last week, Jackson, controversial with the punt return. That's about as yeah. exciting as it gets in the Big Ten West. Yeah. Illinois had a nice lead on uh, those Badgers, and then Luke Fickle carrying the momentum in to shock the world in Ohio State and throw this college football playoff into a tailspin tomorrow night in Madison. Jump around. I Thank mean, you. Timmy, you, you and I could move to 
absolutely anywhere we want if you just bet the under on every Big Ten. West. That's not a bad idea. Jackson, maybe we should do that. What was it, 32 and a half last week? It was. It was 32 and a half. I actually cited that over-under for Iowa and Minnesota. And guess what covered? The under. You better believe it, brother. Colonel, we will uh, allow you to get back to uh, enjoying your bye week, which I know has been relaxing and rewarding. And you will be between the hedges next week for the Tigers and Bulldogs. 2.30 Central start on CBS. Gabe Diarmond every Friday here on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance agency online at carltoninsurance.net thank you colonel all right guys enjoy the uh enjoy the day enjoy the youtube comments <laughs> they're so supportive uh there it is that's the colonel uh gabriel p diarmond of powermazoo.com brought to you by james carlton uh jackson that, 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 that you were caught off guard by the kansas play uh, yeah, I just... it's good for Bazori. No, I trust me, I get it. It's good for Bazori. You know, and they are a team that is not, like, shaped by, like, when you talk motive, they just want to, like, win as many games as possible because they are a team that used to be in the cellar and they're trying to prove themselves so that any win they can take, especially against Oklahoma, they're going to, whereas some other schools, you have to think about, like, motive when it comes to all this stuff. Maybe I'll parlay the Kansas money line and the Wisconsin money line. I wonder what a $100 bet would play on that. You would get paid. Think so? All right, I'll enter that in the uh, commercial break, and I'll see what's doing. Now, on the other side of the break, the second half of Balloon Party, driven by Munganess Burkhard, Alton Toyota, uh, as we open up the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter, presented to you by the wonderful people at Angry Beaver. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN on YouTube.